0: Welcome to the Something Something Experience Podcast, Episode 56. I'm Michael John Simpson. We decided it was time to invest in a studio space, so this was our first time recording at Nightingale Studios in Burbank. There was a band rehearsal next door, and some of the sound bled through. Our guest is actress and UCB student Stacy Robb. Kitty, Stacy, and I discussed clubbing, hipsters, social issues, feminism, show business, and art. Follow your destiny. Here's episode 56 of the Something Something Experience. Record button this time. Yay. Unlike last time when we lost the first 20 minutes because I didn't hit record. Oh
1: my god. Professional! I know. <laughs> or
0: not. <laughs> or not. Uh, well, this is our first time in an actual studio. We're not in an apartment. We're not at my house. We're not at somebody else's house. We're actually in a studio in Burbank. This is really cool.
2: We're grownups now.
0: I know. Like, official. (laughs) Like, and, I mean, I... This is great. I mean, you can hear a little bit of rehearsal going on and other things, but this is, like, one of the quiet corners, and... I love I mean, it. And the, the price is reasonable. And, and uh, Nightingale Studios, just uh, the let everybody know, in Burbank. And they have locations in North, North Hollywood, too. But this is... Uh,
1: North Hollywood.
0: yeah. Yay. My area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same here. You guys both live in, in NoHo, so...
1: Yeah, totally. NoHo's amazing. Mm-hmm. It didn't used to be much 10 years ago, and now it's like the up-and-coming yeah. area. Yeah, it's definitely gentrified, like, really quickly.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Right. Totally.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, um everybody having a good Sunday so far?
2: Yeah, so
1: far so yeah. good. Last
0: so night was absolutely just a stunningly good night at mm-hmm. the club. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Everyone was just like kissing and it was just so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was definitely a very affectionate night out at out the club last night. Yeah.
1: Everybody was just in a good mood. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you were, that was your first time out there and you oh, were yeah. there for your friend's birthday. Yeah, I
1: think I've been to that club before. Cause I remember well, the outdoor part. The
0: dragonfly it's does a lot of different venue. stuff. If you ever went to Miss, right. Miss Kitty's is that used to be there or is still there. I don't know. No. it but was it wasn't, kind of like, it wasn't a, like
1: a, a goth night. Yeah. It was like a, a different night. Yeah. They have yeah. different
0: nights there and stuff, but yeah, love it. So, but yeah, Life's Not was great. Meet you, meet, met you in line and just started chatting, and you were really super nice. And, and we all
1: have the same friends. Like I know groups of friends. She knows
0: Oscar and Elizabeth. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> and then uh, her friend that she was there for her birthday knows Anastasia, and so there's this, all these like Lego connections kind of click, yeah. click, click, click. Yeah. Click.
2: Well, I feel a lot of people in the kink scene all know each other, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like that Margaret Show joke. Like, what's the crossover between like Star Trek Runfairs?
0: And kinky people, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dogs <And> <laughs> right? too, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's kind yeah.
1: of a tight community, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is really cool.
0: <laughs> if you if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: definitely going
0: back. <laughs> cool, yeah, it was cool, fine. yeah, yeah. You should definitely come out. It was okay. it was just super fun. Well, I was I was juxtaposing online and also at at uh, at Doomies last night. Hello, mm-hmm. Doomie, um, <laughs> former former podcast guest, Doomie. Um, we went to Doomies for dinner, and we were talking to Christian, and then we were I was also talking about online about. You know the kind of hipster invasion that happened, and these guys just being total douchebags, and yeah. and and yeah, um, they
2: got up on the stage and they were
1: like fake dancing like we do like goth dancing is very specific and it's yeah and it's very, a little bit like you know just uh waving your arms around and just kind of being like tranquil and like getting into the music kind yeah. of. I mean it's a lot more
2: than that like they went in there like you know those like blow up like wavy arms yeah they were
0: just kind of, of like of waving like, their thing you know, you know, I don't know oh it was just God. being really being disrespectful if you're and yeah.
1: go like immerse yourself in another culture the worst thing you can do is just be like
0: that yeah 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 I mean. And Christian handled them, said, you know, get GTFO, don't mock my patrons, get out of my club. Yeah, and yeah. just showed them the door and I was really proud of her for that. Yeah, but, it's
1: like why yeah. are you even here? Like, you know, that's kind of like the rule well, that we run by in LA is don't be an asshole. Right, yeah. right. You know? well, like, like at one point one of them got up on the stage and he started doing
2: like the wavy blue. And the other guy's thing. filming him yeah. with his
0: camera. And yeah, just they were like, like taking you.
2: pictures. Yeah. Um, and it's before like, that, that <laughs> Yeah, before that a bunch of them got on stage when uh they were playing This Mortal Coil's The Strength of Strings and it was like eight of them on the stage and Tara, Mina, and I just all left because they were being so obnoxious yeah
0: yeah
1: wow yeah, yeah i would have yeah let's too. go to
0: places and shit on make fun of people and shit on everything and i'm just so done with the whole hipster thing and last yeah. night when we got there there was another event before the club and there was some play or something and there were all these people hanging out and they were very very hipster crowd and there were guys when we got there early we always danny and i always start dancing right when we get there and there were some guys over in the corner laughing at us while we were dancing and we're just like fuck you get out you know i'm yeah. just like if you're gonna come here and shit on it get out you Going to come and, and be interested to watch and, and observe yeah. and be and be respectful.
1: You know, well, Portland is is like Silver Lake, but like a huge a bigger city. It's I like lived all in of Portland
2: Lake. for a year. Like I is Can't it like Silver Lake? It? Um. In a way, like, everybody in Portland has all these lofty ideas and things that they want to do, but they never actually,
1: like, put down the bong and get yeah. off the couch. Yeah, Portland is where
0: 20-somethings go to retire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they hate True. Californians
1: because we move there and retire, and they they swear that the prices of the houses go up, housing prices go up, Yeah. And I don't, but they don't like California, it's just like a, Elizabeth, you're, if you're listening in Portland, <laughs> L is, L.A. is way, way cooler than Portland. I guess. Yeah,
2: well, L.A. has
1: more going on, too. Like,
2: Portland is a very small town, you know? Like, just kind of masquerading oh, yeah, as I a there. proper
1: city. I thought it was bigger, but it's not.
2: No, L.A. is 60 miles wide, and, like, you know, Portland is nothing compared to, like, New York or L.A. Like, in the goth scene there, everyone is in everybody else's business because there's, like, all of 10 people, right, you know? Right, Yeah, right. And, like, it's the same with any community in Portland like because it's not a big city the culture there is just like everybody is all up and knows about everybody else's mm-hmm. business and mm-hmm. it's really weird yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Welcome to, welcome to shitting on hipster chat. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so I was talking about on, online about the people that were there at the beginning of the night and just kind of not being, being douchey. And I posted a thing on Facebook like, help, you know, goth emergency. Come descend on the patio at the dragonfly because, you know, we need, we need goth people to chase the hipsters out. And somebody's like, maybe we need a dress code. And I said, it's not about it. And said, well, oh, you know, way to be, way to be open and, and, you know, why don't you try being open and, and, and welcoming to people and maybe you'll make some new friends. I'm like, these are not the kind of welping, welcoming, open, and you know, kind of people who'd be open to a new experience. These are people who come here to shit on things. Yeah. And, and I was like, and somebody's like, well, maybe we need a dress code. And I said, it's not about the dress code. It's about respect. It's about behavior. I said, yeah. you know, there were other people, meaning you, Stacey, and was, oh, there were other you. people that showed up who weren't part of the goth culture, who threw on a black, some, you know, a nice black dress. You looked mm-hmm. really nice last night oh, and, and showed up and danced and were nice and respectful and just super cool. And, Really open to the experience and open to learning, you know, kind of uh, blending into the culture a bit, yeah, and of and that was what was great, and that's why we're friends now. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, like if you're gonna go somewhere new, like try, make an effort. Exactly. You no, know, make a fucking effort. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like just be nice to people, and good things will come out of
0: it. Mm-hmm.
1: You mm-hmm. know, and I, I just don't understand why people that is what they strive to be is someone who's just an asshole. Right. Like I just don't understand that. Yeah, anymore. yeah,
0: the people who want to actively just shit on things. Well, just
2: it also Stems from like insecurity with themselves, you know, and it's like I have to shit on other things to make myself feel special and important. Yeah.
0: You know, but that became, I mean, there's always been people like that, but yeah. this has like become a big movement thing. Yeah, where, well, it's
2: the fuck you, I've got mine culture. Yeah, you know? yeah, where yeah, like no right? one gives white privilege and that yeah. kind of thing or that whole yeah. thing
0: of of like the hipster thing of introducing this is ju- this is so and so my black friend <sighs> yeah. and it's parents, like you're being a racist you're a being a racist Lena
2: Dunham and yeah. her ironic racism mm. like I'm gonna tweet a swastika and be like haha it was a
1: joke yeah, hipsters yeah. were like those kids that their parents were like yeah. make better choices <laughs> and they never did and they were never disciplined and then they grew up and that's what happened to them well, yeah, hipsters it's, now it's the
2: kids whose parents were like look I know you're gonna drink so just drink at the house right you know like the parents gave up yeah <laughs> Yeah, right yeah, yeah. So that's where so
1: they're i'm going.
0: gonna wear this thing because it's shitty or, you know, i'm gonna put mustache wax i'm gonna put, wear a man bun and have a giant beard and just because it's dumb you know or whatever and, and you know like,
1: just not i mean it's I'm all good with men wearing women's clothing. I am for that. I'm all about that. But don't wear something that looks like you dug it out of a trash can. Please have some style. The derelict I mean? campaign. You yeah. <laughs> you know, the billowy salvation army dresses with, with, uh, these weird shoes that don't match. I mean, mm-hmm. at least make an effort to right, look, right. you know, it's like being a hipster means purposely looking bad.
0: Yeah. Pip- you know. Pippi stockings. like, my culture is not a costume. Nice. <laughs> right? Well, that's
2: one thing I like about being goth is I'll never be mistaken for a hipster. No, it's like no. anti-hipster clothing. They, you know?
0: There are hipster goths who basically what they'll do is they'll wear their, their deck shoes and their, their jeans with a black sweater over whatever shirt they're wearing. Right, whatever, yeah. And they'll show up and, and blah, blah, blah. And clearly there's some people who actually like the music and things like that. But there's, there's some people that are kind of in that, thing who have a broader spectrum of what they like and will go and try different things but they're gen- there's genuine interest and you can tell who's just there to shit on things and yeah like
1: it. i would identify as like just a california girl yeah you know like yeah. it's it just if you think of california that's just me and uh i just wasn't like into goth growing up i never like got into it but i really had a lot of fun last night and yeah. i want to learn more about it like i think it's cool Mm-hmm. And the culture, like everyone was way friendly. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have like, people who personify goth people to be like not friendly well
0: the reason why people were friendly to you is 100% because you were nice because yeah. you came in with an open mind and an open heart and were just like hi and you just started chatting with me in line and we and we just started talking and I'm a very gregarious person a lot of goth people are very introverted and shy right. and that's why sometimes they can come off as stand or standoffish yeah. or, or or mean but really a lot of people like, are very are introverted the only
2: one at the table at dinner who could have done
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There were people at at the table next (laughs) to us who were asking us, hey, what club were you guys at? And they were asking out of genuine interest. And they they were, you know, silver-like types, but not hipster douchebags. I mean, they were like People definitely from Silver Lake talking about you know things going on at the Echo and this and that. Yeah. But then she was talking about how she saw my life with the Thrill Kill uh, Thrill Kill Cult show yeah. at at uh, Los Globos and fucking dug it and it was great. So
2: it was just yeah. so funny because like they came over to like my side of the table where Sean and I were sitting and they're like, "Hey, are you guys vegan?" And I like looked around and was like I'm the only one who's vegan and they started talking like dah, 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 and we're all sitting there like. What you know, just like super quiet, like, you know, because they were all I could, introverted. But, right, but, but you, then I like, could tell that they were it.
0: genuinely interested, and I know you guys were all going to be like, oh, people, people I don't know trying to talk to me, ah. And I was like, dun-dun-dun, yeah. step in, extrovert man. And, right, then, and yeah. then I just started having a conversation with them. And then we got into all these things, and she was talking about how she there's a lot of goth music that she actually really likes. Yeah, she didn't look goth at all, whatever. And it's like, cool. And then here's somebody who, she said she got like an industrial education she went to in my life, with the thrill kill yeah. cult show and learned about other industrial bands and really likes that music and I told her about the clubs we go to. I said right. we're we're around this the Disco Necros monthly and, and there's mm-hmm. ruin and mal and, and she's like yeah. cool, so. I have to
1: actually even. it's a vegan joke. Yeah. If someone's vegan and they do CrossFit, which one do they talk about first? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I'm sorry, kitty, that's really funny. Yeah,
1: that's true. They'll tell you. how do you know someone's a vegan? They'll tell you. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. True, true, true. True, true.
1: i'm just kind
2: of fucking sick of hearing it you know like Mm -hmm. it it gets tiring to hear like the same five vegan jokes over and over i've never heard that that one yeah Uh Yeah. Uh every Uh single vegan has heard that one Uh we've also heard like but how can you give up cheese um and what's the other one but don't you miss bacon and like all of those things i don't know i was also like talking to Christian because she was, you know, Mm -hmm. asking me, like, well, why are you vegan and stuff like that? And I'm like, can I just eat my food, please? I'm really hungry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and there's not a lot of vegans in that. People are just genuinely curious. Like, you know, I'm kind of like, well, is the food real? Like, what do you eat? Is Uh, it all tofu? Fried
2: chicken, pizza, um, animal fries. Like, it's so easy to be vegan in L.A. And once again, like, shout out to Doomy.
1: Like, oh, I yeah. had, you know, like, a crispy chicken Doomy's sandwich home coo- and, like, cooking. animal fries. Had- I love vegan cookies. Some of them are just really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's some vegan things that I really like.
0: We had vegan nachos. And yeah. uh, he made he made vegan mac and cheese, mushroom mac and cheese for Christian last night. It was yeah. just, just knocked my teeth out Yeah, of yeah. I
1: Whoa. could never give up meat. I mean, yeah, you're just way. taking away something that, like, is essential to my life.
0: You yeah, know? yeah. I'm the, I'm the same way. I'll always be an omnivore. And, but you know, I'm like my whole thing, the older I get, I'm just like, whatever anybody wants to do and how they want it, as long as they're not hurting anybody else, oh, yeah. whatever they want to do, I'm totally I cool embrace with
1: it. all different types of eating. I mean, go for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Have a good time. Yeah. What I want to know is like, have you guys
2: noticed like dudes are allowed to have bacon as a trend? Like that is a thing. And everybody's like, fuck yeah, bacon. But the minute women decide that like, we collectively like Pumpkin Spice. It's like, Pumpkin Spice is dumb. Pumpkin Spice
1: did basic bitches, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's still a very sexist media. Oh, yeah. It's so sexist. Our whole
0: culture is horribly, systemically sexist. Like,
1: if a woman has multiple partners, she's a slut. If a man has multiple partners, he's a player. Mm -hmm. And they're looked at as totally different things. One is good, one is bad. (laughs) But,
2: like, the minute that women like something immediately it's frivolous it's stupid people right, right, it right. make fun it dismiss it it's dismissible,
0: it's yeah. dismissible. yeah yeah right. last night we were we were dancing out on the patio and uh, they were playing Run Around Sue hey, uh-huh. hey yeah. <laughs> and Justy came up and grabbed me she's like come dance with me and she just pulled me out on the floor mm-hmm. and we're all dancing and we're dancing and it says, she goes out with other guys you know and keep away from Run Around Sue so, and I said yeah. truth be told Run Around Sue sounds like a hell of a lot of fun
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> she did she's Totally, I would hang out with that chick. Yeah, 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 me too. Me yeah. too. Me too. I'm
0: I'm totally about as, I, even as a even as a kid, even as a dumb white straight cis male growing up in Colorado. <laughs>
2: all the privileges. The, all
0: the privileges. Even, <laughs> right. even 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 growing up super privileged. Male
1: pride.
0: I never understood the whole slut saint mentality. I never subscribed to that. I never yeah. understood God, that. I People are like she's a slut. And I'm like. What, because she likes sex? What's wrong with that? It's a way to control
2: women's bodies and sexuality, you know? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was out with a guy I was dating. This was, like, you know, back in, like, uh, February or March. And he was, you know, telling my then date at the time, like, oh, I met this girl and she's really cool, but she's slept with a lot of guys. And before I could jump in, my date was like,
1: you've slept with a lot of girls. Who cares? Like, we are both adults. Oh, my God. You know what? Guys, they expect you to have, like, under 10. Or, even better, only sleep with people you can count on one hand. What? Otherwise, you're a... Why are you hanging out with boring guys? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, that's just, like, how a lot of men
0: think. A lot
1: of men have ridiculously high standards, and they treat women like shit. Yeah, oh,
0: totally. And their
1: standards are totally unachievable, because, you know what? Like, you shouldn't... if If it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. And, like, you know, you can't tell me how to live my life. Right. I've never
2: had a guy tell me you need to be under this many partners or you need to have no more than this
1: many like dudes that you've Oh not before. like tell me like point blank like that but insinuate that they I've they never, think that's extreme. I mean maybe
2: it's because I date so much in like the goth and or alternative scenes like I've never dealt with that any sort of insinuation or anything. Like even on Okay Cupid actually when I was going on Okay Cupid There's games, also a lot I've of of
0: woman to woman shaming about that yes, stuff too. Yes, I mean I mean I mean sisters oh, sisters got to stick Together and and support each other and and they're because the 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 sexism and the uh, against women yeah. is so systemic in everything. I mean, I women do it to behaviors. each women do it to each other. I love too. women.
1: I appreciate women. I'm attracted to women. I mean, I, I'm pants yeah. and I'm poly. <laughs> yeah.
0: and everybody everybody I'm at this table is everywhere. attracted to the women. Yay. And
1: it's just like, you know what? Like I don't hate on girls. The only time I have a problem with a girl is if she's being a bitch. Like, she's staring you down. She's just going out of her way to be to a be bitch nice. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, I love women and we should celebrate each other more often. Right, right.
2: Well, it's like, you know, rather than tearing each other down, we should build each other up. And like... Like I'm always trying to be a better feminist in that regard. Me too. You know, Me too. like <laughs> right, Me you too. Know, can be feminist. Oh, I am totally
0: yeah. d- hardcore feminist. And
2: that's what people don't get it. They yeah. don't. But get that. it's a learned behavior to like tear down other women like that is learned behavior from the culture. We're, yeah. we're told that like. Men are scarce and we need to fight over them and that's complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because right. like I don't know if you guys know but like there are more men in LA than women. There's like I think something like three men for every woman. So like oh, yeah. fighting over a guy in the city is fucking ridiculous. Wow, I didn't know that.
0: I didn't yeah. know that I didn't yeah. know that LA went against the well, There's the more world. men
1: in the industry than women.
0: Well, yeah. And yeah. you know,
1: and being an actor too, like what's really frustrating is there are a lot of guys that genuinely believe women are not funny.
0: Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I run into that in the, in the stand-up scene all the time. Yeah,
1: and me mm-hmm. being, like, doing improv, and I went to UCB. Um, mm-hmm. I just graduated from the first class, and I'm going oh, up for cool. second. Oh, cool. Good job. And, yeah, but, like, what the, the cool thing with UCB is, like, we're all just a collective unit. It's not like they separate you, like, men no, and women. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's all about that.
1: Yeah, everybody can be funny. And, Trust like, there are some f- women that are funnier than men. Oh, I agree. mean, so funny. I have yeah. a lot
0: of female comedian friends. Virginia Jones yeah, is just on the podcast. Yeah, Virginia Jones was just on the podcast yeah. last week. and, well, and even and just
2: in the media, you have, like, Margaret Cho. You Jackie have yeah. You have yeah. Amy yeah.
0: Schumer. My favorite, Amy Schumer. I mean, my
1: favorite, yeah. like, the woman I would absolutely... I would, like... Married this woman I love her Amy Poehler Oh I love Amy Poehler She started my school UCB She took um you know, well, she New was York. in a TV show back in the day. Well, this is
0: even yeah. before the TV show. It started in New York, and then they brought it yeah. to L.A. as well. Yeah, she brought New York Her and comedy. Matt Besser and Matt and she,
1: Yeah, she brought New York comedy to the West Coast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't yeah. remember. There were three actors that started UCB out here. It's uh,
0: Amy Puller, Matt Besser, and... Uh, that's, that's I should really know.
1: I room. mean, I should know this, but, you know. Give me Quiz a time. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I would fail. Yeah. Um But she's just like... So funny, Tina Fey. I mean, love both of them are Faye. just brilliant, and yeah. there's a movie Tina coming Faye. out, Sisters. Right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to see it. Me Liz, really Liz
0: Winstead is one of my favorite female comedians, and she created The Daily Show. Back, yeah. back oh, yeah. she created. She was the one who pitched the idea, yeah. and Craig Kilborn was the first host. And, and she Faye, went up, leaving because yeah. he was a douchebag. Tina Fey right? and
2: Amy Poehler writers. Let's yeah, not yeah. forget, oh, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course. yeah, there's also Broad City. I feel like everyone talks about girls, and like I have issues with Lena Dunham, and that show should just be called like
1: White Privilege. You yeah, know? But I agree. Broad City is amazing. Broad City is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I've Love heard. It. I haven't gotten into it yet, but I've heard really good things. Yeah, about it. Yeah, that's a good
0: show. That's a good show. Yeah, yeah. yeah I. Yeah, we're. I'm all about. I, I'm so. I'm so. I've said this before. I'm so done with white dudes. I'm well, done with white dude comedies. I'm done with white dude buddy movies. I'm done with Seth Rogen and, Matt <laughs> and James Franco. Right, I'm yeah. done with those. This new Christmas movie that they're doing. That co- I oh, do God, not want to see that. I don't want to see that. I've seen it's that a million done, times yeah. before. Yeah. I don't care. But
1: you know, those are the type of people that they have it so easy. Yeah, in yeah. the industry, people just you know love them and they're a man's man, but. You know they they don't understand the struggle of like a lot of other actors because they have like the white male privilege going for them Mm -hmm. and like
0: Matt Damon.
1: (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Well,
0: I, that's why I want one of the reasons why I want to see Krampus because Tony Collette and there's other there's other female actors there's there it, it passes the Bechdel Wallace test. I want to yeah. see more things that pass the Bechdel Wallace test and have LGBT folks in and have uh speaking, mixed race people in too.
2: Speaking of things that pass the Bechdel test with flying colors have non-white people in it and have a diverse cast. And a funny woman of color. I know I've mentioned it before, Jane the Virgin.
1: Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. Gina
1: I Rod- love- that that show. I, guess I wanted to talk
0: to you about it. Well, you haven't been on the podcast forever, but mm-hmm. because of scheduling and stuff, but I, I tried really, really hard. I gave it a good four or five episodes. Uh-huh. It's too soapy for me. It's not yeah. my kind of it's, show. It's
2: based on a Spanish telenovela. It, no, no, I know. I understand that. <laughs> and, and
0: it, it, I gave it a shot. I mm-hmm. like it. I like the show. I like the way it's done. It's, mm-hmm. it's aimed at a very specific audience. It's aimed at, I think, at, at, um, Teenage bilingual girls for the most part and because of that the show doesn't necessarily speak to me and Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it wasn't something that I wanted to. Because there's so much out there to, to, that kind of r- hits my wheelhouse. I like the mm-hmm. show. I like that it's out. I like that it's being produced. I'm very happy that the show exists. Yeah, it's and just is doing it's just so not well. and is doing so well. Yeah. Is winning awards. Is winning Peabodys and yeah. and crazy yeah. big time awards for diversity and and everything. And I think mm-hmm. that that show needs to exist, especially for girls and women and and people of color and yeah. all of that. Yeah. It hits all of those really wonderful bases. It's just. The show is not written for, for me, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't capture me and my There's, sensibilities.
2: Yeah, yeah. But at least see. you yeah. like admit that I not tot- everything should be for white dudes.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that I, I I'm glad that that show exists. I want it to continue and I want it to be yeah. successful. I just it doesn't it doesn't pick me up and throw me across the room because I'm not. The people that yeah, the, the, yeah. the the show's representing. Did you
2: get to the part where like she meets her biological father?
0: Yes.
1: Okay, because he's yes. one of my favorite characters. The novella. Dad. Oh, oh god. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, into himself. But you know what movie you guys should see? Um, I was able to go to like a special um Q and A, um, and Jason Sadakis was there, and I think Allison Brie plays the woman. Yes,
0: yes, yes. And
1: yes. Uh, Laura Headland was there, and she said that they couldn't get a studio to put up the money they fought for a theatrical release because what movie uh, Sleeping with Other People Sleeping with Other People okay. yeah, and yeah, because yeah. a okay. woman talks like a man and acts mm-hmm. like a man and is talking about women right. being sexually right. like you know being a sex addict and like mm-hmm. that was a comedy about two sex addicts who end up you know they had lost their virginity to each yeah. other and then they end up getting together and it's just like really funny but they had to fight tooth and nail yeah. because yeah. And a, a r- woman was acting like a man yeah. right right and
0: right
2: there there was something similar that happened with Blue Valentine. There's a scene where Ryan Gosling is going down on the actress. Yes. Like, totally yes, consensual. Yes, yes. He's just and like eating And it it's his wife.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah It's
2: his wife in the movie, and he's eating pussy, as one does. And uh, the MPAA wanted to give them an NC-17 rating. And he was like, wait a second, so like, movies with gratuitous rape scenes and like oh, murder yeah. and all that, like those can get a rated R. PG-13. Ar-. Yeah, exactly. But like, if I'm consensually
1: eating a girl out, it's right. MC seventeen. Like that's bullshit. And yeah. We have yeah. all these violent video games, it. and it's just kind of like, right. but oh, eating out your wife is just like. Right. Oh sure, sure. Well, it's sure. even it. just like we
2: can't show consensual female pleasure. We can't have a girl enjoying sex. Oh yeah. You know? Like right. if no. she's right.
1: raped, then put a PG thirteen on it. But how dare she yeah. like it? Women, right. you know, even in today it's like women are not supposed to enjoy sex. Right. It's, and it's, it's a that. very like old white male Christian uh, culture. Or conservative culture.
0: Conservative culture where women are just
1: supposed to pop out babies and and cook. They're not supposed to actually like Well it's the whole thing with like the fight over like birth control and
2: Planned Parenthood. Like if conservatives were actually concerned with stopping abortion. Pro life. Yeah. If they were actually pro life they wouldn't be trying to outlaw birth control. They wouldn't be trying to stop sex education programs and teach kids how to Right. They're doing
1: everything to almost get this girl pregnant so that she has to yeah, make that decision. They're
2: punishing women for having sex and like, not having a punishment. Yeah. You know?
1: if, if you don't my dad was angry when I got on birth control, he's a conservative because it's like I was no longer being punished for Having sex, right? Yeah, and a lot of the conservatives believe that if you have sex, you should be punished, whether an STD or an unwanted yeah. pregnancy. Like, yeah. it should ruin your life forever if you enjoy mm-hmm. sex as a woman. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just but if you're it. a dude, high five, bro. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, if you you're know. a guy, you can you have the run of the mill, you can do whatever you want, and no mm-hmm. one's gonna question you. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's
2: complete bullshit. And I'm glad to see female comedians, you know, like Amy Schumer calling it out, like yeah. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, right. you know, like, so many women are. Just like you know what, enough is enough.
1: Like yeah, you know, and the pay gap. This. I mean, in Hollywood, it's just like you know, yeah. That well, has when been you a have like... like
2: top women like Jennifer Lawrence, who is a fucking Oscar She's winner, amazing. like oh, God, I making love her. less than her male co-star, it's like this is a problem. Um, one of my friends is a publicist, and she said like after that leak happened, like every single female actress's agent was like on the phone with studios trying to like renegotiate, you know, and stuff wow. like that. Yeah, because if like, the agents don't know. That's the thing. Like, you know, if nobody's talking about it, how are you going to find yeah,
0: out? Yeah, I know. Who is the yeah. actor, the big actor who's like. Gonna, Bradley Cooper. Bradley, Bradley yeah, Cooper. He's is going to be maybe. very transparent and yeah. open about his He's salary going to start on every project. About it, you know? And that's making sure really that close, female to, yeah. female co stars. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Unfortunately, it's going to take men being like, acknowledging that this stuff happens oh, yeah. and saying, this is not right. You need to compensate them the same that you're compensating well, And me. also yeah. just
2: having a culture where you can talk about it. Not just like in Hollywood but in your day to day job because I know so many yep. people are afraid like we have this culture of like you can't talk about how much money you make you can't talk there about was just an article circulating day, 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 day. on
0: Facebook of why co- co-workers need to be ta- talking to each other about their salaries especially yeah. when it comes to people of color and women
1: yeah right yeah, yeah. 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 and I mean like you yeah. know they discourage you know the company always will discourage it but you but have they can't to... fire you like no. legally they
0: no. cannot no. fire you for I got written up once salary. for talking about my salary once yeah
1: that's illegal and
0: back in Colorado yeah. back Back in 1996, yeah. I mean, but I was still. reprimanded
1: too for yeah. talking about my salary, but, but it's like, that's, no, illegal. that's illegal, like, right? That is against the law. They cannot fire you for it. They're not supposed to yeah. reprimand you for There's it. There's a lot of things that are illegal that happen anyway, oh, yeah, and especially yeah, yeah, to women yeah, yeah. And, oh, and minorities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and nobody says anything, and that's why it's great that men, you know, especially white. Straight mm. men and, and that have privilege are stepping up for women and using their privilege, yeah, in uh, positive for a good, ways, exactly, yeah. To, yeah, to draw attention to things that need to be like shed, you know, the light on them, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. But you know, it's it's nice to see people like Bradley Cooper yeah. stepping up, you yeah. know, and things like that. But yeah. it's yeah. It's also nice to hear, like I said, from, you know, my friend who's a publicist that like even the agents didn't know. Right. And that's you know, they have a financial incentive to close the pay gap when it comes to acting too, because they're missing out on money.
1: Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I hope all the publicity really, like, I hope in my lifetime, soon in the next 10 years, that I get to see women's rights. Like,
0: oh, yeah. You know, like gay rights. Well, work. that's why this election is so important because mm-hmm. this next president. The, the, there's a lot of old people on the Supreme Court. A oh, lot yeah. of older people that are going to either retire and or die on the Supreme Court. And they, this next president is going to be appointing judges, and we need somebody who's in there with a reasonable head on their shoulders, yeah. who's going to put somebody people in there yeah. that are doing things yeah. good for the. We good need for more everybody.
1: feminists in the White
0: House. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. I mean, like women's interests need to be addressed. And well, you know, and if I they, let Barack they need Obama, to stop
2: be- you know, stop calling them women's issues or like women's interests. Because they're, they're humanity human. issues. Yeah. yeah,
1: like gay yeah. rights and women's rights are they're linked. Yeah, they're the same thing. We're it's all just intersectionality, trying to be, yeah. but it's it's not like
2: we're not a niche voting group. You no, know, we're fifty one percent of the population, the
0: majority, you know, yeah, the, the simple majority. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah,
1: women. A lot of women are like in a place of uh, like a manager. There's way more women in charge now. You know, making great money, but they would still make less. Than well, women the, make yeah. up the
0: majority of the corporate workforce now.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and so this needs to stop because it's just like, you know, yeah. enough is enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. but well, you still have all the old white even, dudes in, in yeah, the yeah. When you reach CEO. the
1: top, like,
2: you know, Lily Ledbetter, she was the CEO of, I think it was like Goodyear Tire or something. When she retired, somebody left a note for her that was like, Hey, your predecessor was making, you know, something ridiculous, like 40,000 more than you a year. And she was a CEO, Mm -hmm. you know? So even if you get to the top as a woman, there's
1: still going to be like... That right. glass ceiling yeah, right. There yeah. is that ceiling It's always going to be there Unless we do something well, In that's our generation thing.
0: That's the thing With publicly yeah. traded companies uh, Salary. The salaries At the top tier Are transparent Because those are all Voted by the board of, of those companies And if they're publicly traded That's public knowledge Of what the CEOs Are making per year mm-hmm. So you know the, That's things That need to be Even more transparency Yeah
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah. She well has, that was a um, sentence That
0: made sense oh, I know grammar <laughs> did er. Yeah Well
2: the Lilly Ledbetter law Was the first mm-hmm. law That mm-hmm. Obama You know signed When he got into office So like It removed a lot of The statute of
1: limitations On like suing for pay gap Stuff like that And I love Obama I mean you know Healthcare Women's Mm -hmm. rights Gay rights He's really on top of that And like I just hope he can do more Before he leaves office He needs to be
0: Whipping out some Executive orders In the last Mm -hmm. I'm hoping he's going to be Doing some of that He's working on his legacy now I mean I'm hoping That that's going to be you know, there's still some other things that I I I think that he needs to step up. You know, Guantanamo and some other yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, cutting
2: but, the military yeah, budget. Yeah, cutting the military
0: budget. There's a I lot mean, of things that he still needs to, to still that he's been disappointing I mean, on. Our, but,
1: yeah, our business in the U.S. is war. I mean, like all of our money goes to the war machine. That uh, is the sucks. United States Army, 54% military, of our budget. Yeah.
2: But it's not even like you know people say, well, we can't cut the military budget because think of our soldiers. And it's like it's not going to our soldiers. It's going
0: to Halliburton and other, yeah. other military industrial complex contractors. Making
2: this jet
1: that we don't need and that get doesn't scrapped. even work. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, it'll get scrapped. A lot of like expensive. And
0: that money could have, I mean a fraction of that money could have paid for body armor for soldiers.
2: Yeah, or it could have paid for college for everyone in the country everyone in the Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, let's yeah. be <laughs> honest,
1: it's going to the inside lobbyists. It's, oh, going, yeah, it's, it's going, going to Halliburton and, yeah. and other contractors. Right, like it's that. not going for our soldiers. I mean, if it was really helping our military, it wouldn't be such a bad thing. Right. But well, if, and if it yeah. was
2: actually helping our military, we wouldn't have veterans, you know, homeless on the streets and on food stamps. Because I have
0: a, I have a friend who, who is very, very liberal in some things and very, very conservative in other things. And one of them is because, because they have children in the military. And right. they're like, don't cut the military budget because that's going to take away from my child. And I'm like... No, no that, well. that's, mm-hmm. that's not, don't blame, don't blame immigrants because of you know the budget, <laughs> because of what the, because the misspending of dollars in the, in the military budget, mm-hmm. that's, that's not, you know, yeah. you can't equate those two things. And you
1: know, like politicians, they'll use every outside problem, I guess, if you, to them, they make, they make it into a problem to distract from the real problem, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is them. Yeah. And so Well,
2: it's all these like culture wars, you know? If we're too busy fighting the culture wars because like, you know, some people are worried that the gays are going to get it's married a distraction. And, Like women or, are going to have or abortions. Or Syrian
0: refugees are going to come here and blow us up and it's yeah. like fuck yeah. you. Yeah, if we're
2: too busy fighting amongst ourselves, we yep. can't like address the yep. real issues yep. Yep. which yep. Are, yep. You yep. Know, we have like to stop fighting lobbying amongst ourselves. and, you know, campaign finance reform yeah. and stuff like that. I mean,
1: look at how we treat our own citizens. Oh yeah. I mean we don't All even those have people crying about like we shouldn't be helping the
2: refugees because what about homeless kids and veterans? Where? Like you cared so much about
1: homeless people two weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You cared about <laughs> homeless yeah.
0: veterans enough to shoot that bill down that would have given them a whole bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. helping the country and
1: and... I mean, you know, what is that whole saying, bring me your poor yeah, your entire, yeah, yeah. puddle hundred, hundred. Yeah, and, yeah, That's what it's about. Whatever free? happened to that? Did we just... Meanwhile, Canada's... Canada not if they're brown. Yeah,
0: meanwhile, Canada's like, open policy, come on in, uh, you know, I mean... Well, they
1: elected, like,
0: yeah.
2: Disney prince, super liberal, <laughs> hot guy.
0: Filled, filled his cabinet with 51% women. Yeah, oh, and also,
2: like, you know, First Nations people of First Canada. First Nation people. LGBTQ right. people. Right, like, and
0: also um, uh, there are Muslims and, mm-hmm. and people from the Middle East yeah. on his cabinet. Yeah. There's uh, cabinet.
1: transgender yep, on the yep, cabinet. Yep, yep, yeah. Yeah, I mean... You know Knocking like, it out of the park. When this mm-hmm. whole thing happened with France, for once, China, you know, uh, England, Canada, everybody, even Iran, everybody just wanted, like, let's stop this ISIS problem together and work together. Mm-hmm. And our country didn't do much to actually make an effort. And I was embarrassed that we didn't do more. And we, you know, I didn't hear much about the Americans actually joining, you know, our the rest of the world for a better cause. You know what I mean?
0: I've learned how to say I'm Canadian in several languages. Should I ever travel?
1: Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, the Canadians are really wonderful.
0: Oh, yeah. What's
2: funny is whenever I've traveled abroad, I never say that I'm American. I say that I'm an Angelino. Like, Mm -hmm. I tell people that I'm from L.A., and instantly I'm cool. It's like, oh, my God. Like, have you been to the Sunset Strip? Like, have you been to the sign? Do you party with celebrities? And it's like... Okay, cool. So you can get away with saying you're
1: from L.A., because then yeah. you're just like the coolest person they've ever met but don't right. ever say you're American yeah like right, my right. cousins from Germany they always come to California and visit yeah. they yeah. love California and in Germany if you say you're from California they, they'll love you right. mm-hmm. but if you say you're from the US it's yeah. not going to be the yeah. same response Well,
2: because like unless you're from LA or New York City everything to foreigners in America is like herder like my guns and
1: you know yeah. like guns blah, blah, and blah, red solo and, yeah. cups
0: and George Bush and exactly. country music and, oh yeah. god
1: yeah I mean like <laughs> that part that's of how it. the, world All the sees real us. Americans that's how the world sees you know us. people of walmart i mean yeah, come on they yeah, they yeah. just see like the worst part of the united states um
0: yeah. you said you're in uh, ucb so what uh, whether whether talk about your acting and stuff so
1: um well, I started acting when i was like I don't know. Seven. I mean my my first thing I ever did was I was on Hooked on Phonics. Oh cool. Oh, nice. And um I was <laughs> just like this little like uh you know had a really bad list. But I still have one, but I mean I had really curly hair and mm-hmm. they just like I had to be like Hooked on Phonics worked for me and um and then <laughs> I'm
0: just having a total flashback oh of those God. commercials. And
1: wow. uh, they not only came Can we to our talk house about
2: Muzzy, too mm-hmm. like while we're on the the subject of old things. You guys remember that the Muzzy commercials for foreign languages? Mm-mm. Okay, it was like a thing, like this little cartoon monster, and like it was like a video program, and he would teach you different languages. They put out a parody one recently mm-hmm. for like Game of Thrones languages. Mm-hmm. It was like High Valyrian, did da, da da, blah blah blah, Dothraki, and Hodor,
1: uh. and like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who
0: remembers I remember, uh, No, I I don't, that, I'm not that familiar to yeah, me at all. Yeah, but
1: they put okay. me on the tape. Not only did they, I was in a commercial, but they put me on the tape that they distributed to different households.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that brings me back a tape. Mm-hmm. Um and so I just was on there and my mom was a teacher and they had her talk about like raising three kids and um how I was doing with hooked on phonics and I just remember after that I was just hooked and I would go into the bathroom and pretend my stuffed animals were doing a commercial <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like in love with it and my grandma was an old school actress and a model and she used to do like extra work with the Three Stooges nice Fantastic. yeah and she would she was a model she's five eleven she's just gorgeous I mean mm-hmm. um and so I thought it was really cool and actually my mom's side of the family is from Long Beach okay so I even though I'm I lived in the Silicon Valley my you know I was born and raised there I have roots here cool, mm-hmm. cool. so it's just really cool like I feel like more at home no, in yeah. LA than I do in the Silicon Valley mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and what I love about here is like actors you know like it you know even if like you're going through a broke time and you're not really doing a lot of acting. Like, just being surrounded by some of the most talented people in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, all these cool, talented people that, like, haven't been discovered yet. You might get to see somebody become... One of the greatest actors mm-hmm. and the greatest musicians. And oh, like, yeah. it's yeah. just yeah. really cool to see people like go places and do things. Well, you know? LA
2: is a place where things happen. And that's one thing I realized living in Portland because things do not happen in Portland. Like, right. you know, it was kind of the polar opposite where nobody does anything, but everybody here is not just like, an accountant or a lawyer or a plumber or whatever. They they're have, like, yeah. you know, I'm a lawyer and I'm trying to get, you know, like my comedy career off the ground or, you know, I'm an accountant, but I'm in a band yeah. and data. Like everybody has something that they're yeah.
1: doing. Yeah, All these people are multifaceted, mm-hmm. you know, and I love it because it's just like, First of all, I love LA. There is no other place like LA in the whole world. It's just the coolest place to live, and um, you'll meet some really awesome people out here. LA gets such a bad rap.
0: Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: And you know, it's just really not. It's actually like a place of opportunity. Mm -hmm. If you work hard enough, you can do something out here, and you can and you
0: get and if you get lucky too, you know, luck is.
1: a lot to do with it. Privilege. Yeah. You know? Yeah, some, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. You know, some
1: people move out here and the first audition they go on, they've got it. They nailed yeah, it, but I'm you worried know? my
0: podcast isn't <laughs> yeah. I don't feel privileged. How can I but, have privilege
1: if sometimes I'm sad? Yeah. <laughs> but most of us have to, like, hit the ground running to work our asses off. Yeah. Maybe it's for an extra role. I mean, like, you know, that's just not reality. Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to move to L.A. and do acting, the reality is you're going to be doing a lot of extra work -hmm. You're gonna be like I had to learn to do. I mean, if you look at my IMDb, like I've done sound Mm with the boom op. I did craft service and medical on set. Cool. I used Mm -hmm. to be a nursing assistant. So really, you have to... I learned to do craft service overnight. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, if you want to get in the industry, you have to put yourself out there and work... You know, I recommend every actor works crew. Yeah. Because then you'll understand, you know, that it's important to treat crew right. Of course. Mm -hmm. course. Because a lot of actors are just... They don't understand how hard crew works. But when you work crew, it, like, makes you a better actor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're more aware of, like, how things are, you know, going with the crew. And like how they're feeling, and you're not an asshole as much. Like you can always tell the actors I never work crew (laughs) because they're all they just a lot of them have a bad attitude, yeah, Mm. yeah, and they don't really understand how hard it is to be crew. Cool, yeah. So that's definitely one thing that I've learned about the industry. Mm -hmm. So
0: what other what other kind of stuff have you done besides hooked on phonics?
1: Um, well, recently I did like it was well 2013, uh, three days grace. They have a Mm -hmm. song, Misery Loves My Company, and um, they had fans submit their own videos that they did. Oh, fun. And um, we didn't win, but we were number 7 out of the top 10 finalists. Cool. And it was kind of an artsy video where we had to, we were basically dressed up in uh, dog outfits and we were pretend, We were acting it out as though we were animals and what a dog's life might look like <laughs> if they were more human. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was just kind of fun and like we're at Santa Monica. I mean this is how you know that you're dedicated to the craft. Like I'm in Santa Monica, I'm wearing like a, a furry bikini. Someone had like <laughs> made this bikini out of like stuffed animal Material and I had to wear like these ears. A Muppet. That, vis- <laughs> that
0: visual in my mind is making me so happy right now. Yeah,
1: and my <laughs> co actor.
0: No, no, I mean just like like joyous happy, like uh, like, right. like, like it's just making me just like my co oh That's amazing.
1: They got him a Wilfred costume, oh. <laughs> and so he wore that. And we're just running up and down Santa Monica in one scene. We're pretending he's pretending to hunt me, and we had all these lifeguards like, calling around and asking them to, you know, what's going on? And, like, one lifeguard's like, are you guys shooting the porno? <laughs> like, no! And, you know, then one scene for that, we had to go shoot um, near, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. The lookout, the, what is that? The observation, the... Oh,
0: um, um uh, Park. uh. Park Observatory. Park Observatory.
1: And, um, I, we have a scene where we ran up and down the canyon, it was so... And it was just awful and I had to wear these slippers that kept coming off. And we were out there and then, uh, me and my fellow actor went to go get a coffee break. And, um, this guy, like a ranger, they have like a ranger who come, who came up to the, mm-hmm. um, film guy and he was just like our director and was asking him, like, I heard, I had some complaints that there was someone wearing indecent clothing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, just cause it's fuzzy, like, who is, like, Go move somewhere else. This is LA, okay? Mm. Like, if you don't like it, you shouldn't be in the city. Right. But I mean, they were basically like trying to tell us, you know, we had to hurry and film it because people were complaining. I bet it was some Midwestern tourists. Oh, <laughs> gosh, I know. And this is like, think of the children. People wear less just mm. jogging around oh, yeah. at the park. Yeah. you know?
0: Go up to Runyon Canyon sometime, <laughs> and it's like.
1: <laughs> so we felt like we were filming, and it was just like we had to be sneaky about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, which makes it more fun, I think, probably.
1: Oh, yeah, it was an adventure. <laughs> right. And, I mean, just doing, like, uh, UCB really taught me just kind of, like, uh, if you don't fail as an actor, if you don't bomb it, you're not acting. I mean, you're part of being an actor is being an utter failure sometimes. I mean, mm-hmm. being comfortable with you crashing and burning and kind of even welcoming it as a lesson, as a teaching point so that you can become a better actor. Yeah, yeah. And it is really hard because nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to get up there and not have anything to say. Um, But it's just kind of like everybody goes through that, and that's part of becoming a good actor. Sure,
0: sure. I think that kind of carries over to all different... Uh, fields and, oh, and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. that way in comedy or art or, you know, I mean, pretty okay. much anything. You have definitely. I mean, yeah. I think
1: the thing that held me back for many years and has held back a lot of people is the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're so oh, afraid yeah. of failure. They just never I, do anything. I've
0: talked about on the podcast a lot about my wall of fear and why I didn't do standup forever and ever and ever. Right. And because there was always that voice of, there was those voices from those people in my head saying, mm-hmm. you're never going to do anything with this. This is never going to go anywhere for you. Why why are you bothering to do and it? And
1: for years, it really got to me until recently when I've just been going at it. And like that is why you have to be, you know, friends with failure. You have to be comfortable with curl up with it at night and just love it, even though you you just want to run just and you're oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. like,
0: <laughs>
1: even though you want to jump out of your skin. I mean, that's just kind of what you have to do. You have yeah. to like accept yourself, even the stuff about you that you would. Rather not. Yeah. It, you yeah. know what I mean? hmm So that's what acting's taught me, and it's taught me to be more confident in my sure. everyday life, too. Oh. Well, I think a lot of us who
2: are creative, we eventually have a fuck it moment, you know? Like, you eventually started doing this podcast, even though you have those voices in your head. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure there was a moment where you were like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Right. I have that moment with my art. Like, we all... Eventually get to like a fuck it moment and just push through,
0: you know. Right, because this whole thing with the podcast. I mean, we've been going a year, more than a year now, and, and my whole thing was just like, because I, I was talking when I, when you know, Ash and I were standing in the hallway that day when mm-hmm. we talked to that one guy, and it's just like, yeah, we should start a podcast. And he goes, really? And I said, yeah. And he goes, w- why? And I said, why not? Yeah. L- just do it. It's fun. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. it to me, it's not about. You know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there is no money in podcasting. There's only three people making money in podcasting. This isn't about money. Yeah. This is about me talking to creative people, meeting new people, hearing their stories, hearing their process, and it's inspirational to me. And hopefully really, somebody else listening to it will will get an idea and spark in their yeah. head and want to do something creative if on their own. If you really
1: love art, you'll do it for free. You'll even pay mm. to do it. You know what I mean? Mm. No. <laughs> no. I <laughs> mean... completely discur. Like... Well... Everybody likes to get paid, but what I'm trying to say is I love acting so much that I would do it for free. Mm. You know what I mean? I would not
2: work on somebody else's vision for free. I will do my own art for creative self-expression. There's stuff that I do for me that does not pay. But I would never do, like,
1: anything for anyone else unless I'm getting money.
2: Right, right. You know?
1: For me, it's kind of like when you're an actor, you have to, like... You know, a lot of my experience in the beginning was student films. Mm -hmm. And I got paid chump change to work on those. But they really come in handy when you're putting together a reel. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just for experience. And, like, really, what else did I have going on that day? it was you know it was something going on for me and that was when i was younger now of course like i yeah. want to get obviously get paid for my work yeah i mean maybe i could have gotten away with working for free in high school while like
2: you know my parents were paying for everything and supporting me but mm-hmm. even in college i was like no i have
1: rent to pay i have you yeah. know student yeah. loans and yeah. oh yeah like, i cannot work for free you know yeah and I, I never have i like, mean and the thing about art what i meant is not working for free it's what I meant was you love it that much. I do. You know and what I mean and
2: like I said, there's there's a very fine indefinitive line for me. Like I said, I will do my own things for creative self-expression, projects for me that like come from my soul. Right. For free. And like I'm definitely not getting paid for that yet. But if somebody comes to me and says, you know, hey, will you do my logo? Like, blah blah blah. I don't have any money, but it'll be great exposure. It's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: you I know? paid you for the first uh, the the dry the character yeah, drawing you that you yeah, and did. you did of yeah. me and Ash.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it so, depends on like if I think it's gonna go anywhere. Yeah. I mean like I'm not gonna waste my time and work for free on something that I don't believe in. Right. You know, if I oh, believe yeah, in yeah, it, yeah. then I will work for very little. Just yeah. cause when you're an actor that's how you start out, you really have to kind of like start out in, in very humble beginnings. Right. I mean just really humble. Right. Um, and you know it sucks, and like uh extra work is like brutal. I mean, mm-hmm. you're there for twelve to fourteen hours doing the same thing over and over and over again, and like you're not you know you're getting like a half hour lunch out of a twelve day hour work day, and mm-hmm. you know it is not it is not fun, it's not glamorous, but that's part of part of paying your dues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and like everybody started there, sure, you know. Yeah. And a lot of people come here and they expect to, like, get a really good acting job just right off the bat. And oh, that's no. not how it works here. No. You know what no, I no, That's like?
0: not how anything mm-hmm. works anywhere. You can't just... There's a lot of expectation with... with with a lot of people out there that, that yeah. okay, I went to college for four years. Now I'm going to get you know me making eighty thousand dollars a year right off the bat. It's like oh, yeah, no, you you're know
1: that might have these expectations. Like
2: my parents' generation, you know, like you could go to college and get a good job,
0: a good you job, know? but you're not going to be making eighty thousand dollars out of the gate. But no, you're, no. you're gonna you're gonna wind up getting like a I mean if you especially if you're working in some kind of like like industry like mm-hmm. like white collar industry there's there's a, a a level of thing I mean like like even like if you go to school to become an accountant you start off as a very junior or associate accountant right. and work your way up and you work and you're basically just getting an hour hourly wage to work on the on the actual accounts that you're working yeah. on. But then you eventually work up to where, like, we have a friend who's an accountant, and she's actually gotten to the point where she's worked her way up and switched companies enough yeah. Yeah. to where she has she's on that salary. She's on the right. thing, and they're paying to train her to learn more yeah. things in order to mm-hmm. do more things. Yeah. So the
2: point that I was trying to make, and I've been talking to my dad about this, is like
1: those entry level jobs now
0: mm-hmm. don't exist. Yeah. They're internships. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're and internships they expect are. you to like yeah.
2: do
1: them for free. For free. Oh, yeah, I I would never do an internship yeah, yeah. unless it was something. In the yeah, that, whole, that I really believed
0: that whole mailroom worker, you know, mail mail boy or whatever, or you mm-hmm. know, coffee girl or what you know, those kind of entry level you kind know. of jobs. They're yeah, they're. But you know
1: what you know. I found out? There was this company, and I don't I don't remember who it was, but they would get their interns. They wouldn't teach their interns anything. They would just use their interns in the mailing room. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like free labor. Yeah. Exactly, which is against the law. Yeah, and, yep. and this is what yep. was happening at like uh, it was like an um. God, I can't, but, you know, they're know, a media company, um, and they were doing Was this. it Vanity
2: Fair? Because I know a bunch of interns at Vanity Fair sued the magazine for back wages, saying, like, if this is an internship, we're supposed to be learning about our industry. We're and supposed to be getting us, some
0: kind of credit for this yeah, or something. Yeah, know.
2: and in order to get that credit, we have to be doing things in industry, but you just have us doing grunt work. So they sued for, like, years of backed wages,
1: and they actually won. Yeah, yep. it was yep. another yep. company other than Vanity Fair, but it's it's the tale as old as time. Oh, People yeah. Yeah. using interns for free labor and not teaching them anything mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they need to learn. But what would happen if we all just stopped?
2: Like if we all refused to do internships? Like every single one of us. They Things couldn't would get, get better us
1: anymore. I think that would bring back the entry level positions. Yeah.
0: The thing is, there's always going to be somebody who's willing to do, do something for, for less, for or for free. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Is is there's a mentality.
2: And they're fucking it up for the rest of right. us. Right, oh
0: I agree, <laughs> but there's, there's a systemic mentality of you have to pay your dues and you have to, mm-hmm. it, you have to do something and expect nothing yeah. in return in order to eventually get this grand lofty idea. But it's idea. A, on a stick. I agree. All I've I known agree, in my generation,
1: all I've known since I turned 18 is just The economy being awful. I mean, the baby boomers really messed it up for our generation. The banking, the housing market, and then we have to pay their Medicare. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, and then we're they're, really cut, they're talking about
2: cutting our social
0: security, right? Right, cutting right. our social security yeah. and cutting our healthcare and cutting yeah. our this and our right. that when we're having to foot the bill for them, right? And yeah.
1: We're basically a lot of these people's kids, and they're voting. Like my own parents are voting for things that would hurt me, hmm.
0: right? You know, right. and
1: it's just like, why? Why are you that selfish? Like right. you've already really hurt our generation. Well,
0: it's that whole thing of.
1: You, hey, I've on.
0: had to, I've had to do, I've had to work this hard, and I've gotten to this level because I, I, put on these years of work. Why should other people get things for free at all? And it's like, but the thing is, you should have gotten those benefits as well. Yeah, it yeah. should have been there for you, and just because yeah. it wasn't, why not make it better for somebody after I mean, you? Yeah, pay it forward kind of. And thing. And look at the
1: colleges, how oh, they're God. so. It, Nobody House can of afford college. To go to school. Has gone up four thousand percent, and it's like, all because of administrators. It's all mind.
0: because they build these bloated administrative, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, hierarchies, bureaucracies. No, 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 right, no. right. No. I mean, well, I mean, how many adjunct professors do we know who barely get a salary at all? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. my dad is turning sixty this month, and when he went to college, it was like dirt cheap. It
0: was yeah. almost free, yeah. and that's yeah. how yeah. it work should a be. Summer
1: and then go to college. You yeah, know? and my Yeah,
0: you could work a summer, and it would pay for room and board and college and books and fees you know, and everything for the yeah. entire year. And our
1: parents will just be like, well, I did this and I did Yeah, because you had it way easier right. yeah, in your yeah. lifetime. To-
2: They're always asking like... You know our generation, like to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, and it's like I'd love to, except I don't have boots. Yeah, like that's right. how bad right, it is. Like, right, how right. am I supposed to bootstrap without People any People talk
0: about the boots? worst period, generation, period, ever, period, but things are way, way, way. I mean, the cost of living versus the co- the versus salary increases. Uh, you know, the uh, wage increases and percentages. It's, it's, a, a, it's astronomical. Like, you know, it's yeah. astronomical. I
1: mean, you know, every generation they were able to buy houses mhm my dad was like, you know, I thought you'd be okay, but I don't even think your generation, most people, will never be able to afford people a house. People are still yeah. living
0: with their parents. And the thing that the, a lot of Americans don't realize is that's not the norm in the world.
1: No, it's People, people in
0: every other country, industrialized countries, you yeah. know, industrialized, quote unquote, white countries, people live with their folks yeah. Yeah. or live in council housing, live yeah. in government subsidized housing.
1: I mean, if you live on your own in my generation, you have to be somewhat of a survivalist. Yeah. You, know? you have to be multi-talented. And especially to, in this country
0: where the, greedy, where the greedy where yeah, the greedy I mean, the greedy pig fuck mentality rules everything.
1: Right, right. Money rules every it's all about the bottom dollar. Yeah. And uh there you know, the inflation has just been so bad that like I don't think our generation, you know, unless things get better will ever you know, that will be the end. Of I mean, all those things. I talked
2: to my dad and he was like, you know, when I was your age, your mom and I were buying our first house. Yeah. My, and, like, ba- my dad so bought it. a house
1: at 25. And yeah. He told me the same thing, but it's like, but it wasn't like how it is now. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And like, they don't get that. They
2: were able to go to college. Like my parents are both teachers. They were able to go to college, yeah. like get yeah. their yeah. master's, get their teaching degree, yeah. have a job, work the same job for their entire life. You yeah. Know? Right. And, and I don't know anyone my age who has worked a job for longer than like retire year at fifty
0: five. Get it? You had a nice pension that paid for everything yeah. for the yeah. and social security.
1: And yeah. now, when you apply, everything is online. When you apply for a job, that resume goes into the a void. Yeah. Yeah. Like it yeah. just disappears. No one ever sees your resume. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there are you know thousands of people applying for the same thing, and they can uh, choose to be picky. So, they can choose to pick the best out of all these people for an entry level position, mm-hmm. and no one's getting hired. They no were getting to the working. point where, where yeah.
0: recruiters, where were, uh, uh, hiring managers were looking at people's, because there was so much competition, people weren't just looking at college and high school transcripts. They were looking at grade school transcripts. And credit. People.
2: Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Like credit now, reports. Now yeah. it's
0: illegal to check credit reports in California. But, but.
1: They were looking. Wait, well, yeah. it is? Yeah. When did that go through?
0: I think that was last year sometime there was a lot of a opposition but for uh, somebody
1: I had
2: an employer who made me sign off on a credit report just a few months ago.
1: Like
0: I'm pretty pretty sure year. that's illegal in California. Wow, yeah, yeah. and you uh,
1: know they even sometimes will make you show your driving record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah your and MBR. like it's becoming impossible to get a job because of the requirement. It's
0: like, why are you checking my credit? Okay, I have bad credit and I have bills. It's like okay, course, but, that's but, what I'm but it's like it's like yeah. that's why I need a job to pay off this old this debt. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's like,
1: like that's your duh. personal life, and yeah. you're entitled to keep that personal. Right,
0: right. What um, I come in. And do my job, and you give me the money. What I do with that money and how yes. I spend it is none of your fucking business. As
1: long yeah. as you're not like a felon and you have like all this crazy shit going on, but like even there's that, no there, even there's
0: a stigma about that,
1: too. Yeah, I and think here's if the the you're thing. not a violent felon. Right? Oh, yeah. Right, 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 and the right. thing is, our country, instead of rehabilitation, all they want to do is punish you. If you look at, uh, you know, England they're all about rehabilitation yeah, yeah. and in our country they just want to lock you up and throw the way the key well, because once you get we have out people making money off oh, of oh yeah because like, because, because the government profit pays profit right. pays
0: billionaires who own prisons for every people, prisoner they have well not
2: just that but prison labor yeah.
1: you can get away with paying them like slave wages it's yeah like just wages. say you catch a drug it's charge when you're labor. younger mm-hmm. that's going to hang over your head forever and you know it's ruined everything for you one bad decision when you were younger that shouldn't affect the rest of your yeah. life yeah. everybody well, the makes problem, mistakes yeah
2: the problem yeah. is we have these for profit prisons which mm-hmm. go to like state officials and lobby for tougher sentencing and like Let's right. be tough on crime. Let's be tough on drugs. And like let's lock up brown strikes, people. Because I mean,
0: yeah. be honest. I mean, yeah. it's like yeah. what what seventy five percent of the prison population Just or something black. Oh, yeah. is black and, and you Latino. Know,
1: the DEA has way too much power.
0: One out of every five black men in America is in is in or has been in prison.
1: And I mean, now you have to worry about getting shot if you're African American or you're Muslim. Not white. Well, yeah, yeah, you're not white exactly. at all. Right? Even white people get shot. Yeah. You know, but well, the, the guy- cops have been shooting
2: Latinos, they've been shooting Native Americans. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Oh, all the
0: all the the uh indigenous people, the the indigenous women murders up in Canada. They, yeah. have, they're, yeah, they're, the they finally Nations formed this people. new yeah, this new guy formed the First Nation women's uh uh, uh um uh, what's the word I'm looking Colition? for? Minister yeah. on his cabinet to deal to with specifically it. look into why all these indigenous women have been been being murdered. Oh yeah. God! There's Without like, anybody, part of it is
2: murdering, and part of it is sex trafficking. Ra- yeah, too, and, that and rape. And all. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, to yeah,
1: yeah. Save yeah. The slaves. Yeah, 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 You know, and I think like remember when that that guy uh, was part of the LAPD, and the LAPD was desperate to shut him up because he opened his mouth and he was saying something. Oh yeah, yeah. They tracked him down and burned him down in a cabin. And oh, he, I yeah. remember that. And they were shooting at civilians in cars. I mean, it's just like what? You know, just because someone has the same car. You could be driving and minding your own business and someone's shooting it. Yeah, you. and they yeah. wind up like... Well, like, I'm not afraid of Syrian refugees. I'm afraid know. of entitled white dudes yeah. with guns. Yeah, with, with open yeah. carry
0: ak 47 Yeah, I'm afraid yeah.
1: of guys who are going to go shoot up a college. Right. Yeah, right. I'm afraid right. of
0: those people. Yeah. 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 yeah, like,
2: what could a terrorist possibly do that hasn't already happened? You know, like, we had people shoot up a kindergarten for fuck's sake. Cop, I
0: know. Cops kill more people in a month than they've ever been. Been killed by te- by Muslim terrorists in America.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the thing that we need to worry about is uh, you know. And I'm off. talking
0: the history of America. I mean,
1: they have too much power. I mean, yeah. they abuse you know the the police. The
0: other problem is they don't call white terrorists terrorists. No, it's
1: I mean they a did. Tim- Tim-
0: Timothy McVeigh, yes, they called him a terrorist. But uh, you know, people who bomb abortion clinics or bomb black churches or blah or blah blah, shoot up or shoot, know, up, shoot up shoot up schools. Just visual- well,
1: yeah, but the Christian he's movement. a disturbing
0: individual and he you know yeah, it's it mental health issues it's like no a he's a fucking apple, terrorist
1: you know <laughs> yeah yeah i mean why it's all about the skin color yeah, let's yeah. be honest Yeah, yeah. the oh, religion totally. back to systemic
0: yeah. racism and we come full circle welcome to systemic racism talk um, <laughs> so what are you what are you working on right now
1: oh gosh well right now um i'm just trying to find like a a real like, you know, every actor has to have a job job. Right, right, right. So I'm just looking at different things, like I'm getting a different job, and then um, I want to go back to UCB and take more classes. Cool, cool. And just like, you know, I, I'm on uh, LA casting, and I'm, you know, so I just basically, like, anything that I think I can remotely be good for, even if it's a role that I wouldn't rather you know wouldn't especially want I just go for it
0: I've been uh, flirting with the with the pipe dream right now because I say pipe dream because it, it, it's no there's no practical way for me to do it right now but I've been flirting with the idea of doing either groundlings or UCB and going back and getting oh, yeah. improv stuff again and that is
1: a good place to start I want
0: to but I, it's time and money it's time it's time I have no right. time I barely I mean I've been on we've been we bought a house We've been on a fitness track this year of losing weight and getting in shape, and that takes up a lot of my time right now too. And it always will, but right now with the commute and everything, I just don't have time for anything else. I can't even do I can't even do open mics right now. Right, and the thing with
1: acting is like everything costs money. Headshot, sure, sure. Being on a casting site, like nothing's free, like anymore. Right. Right. And you know every every photo I want to upload on the casting site, they charge me twenty to five dollars a pop. I right, mean, right. they're just making a killing off people's dreams. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I know. And so as an They'll actor, everybody's trying to make a book. Yeah, in yeah. today's yeah. world, I mean, it all these greedy people are. You know, they they get in the way of. Getting things done. Yeah. And it's just really frustrating, you know, someone who actually, you know, wants to be in the industry for the right reasons. Right. You know, these people just trying to make Well, a
0: there's always anything you have where you have any two people trying to connect for, yeah. you know, for, greed for, is for
1: ruined for, art. Right.
0: For re- resources and, 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 uh, uh, what's the weather I'm looking for? Resources and needs. Yeah. And the supply and demand. Yeah. There's always somebody in the middle trying to grab a cut and off of that. Well, be, it's
1: the myth of scarcity. Right. You know? Yeah. Right, 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 and right, right. greed is ruining art. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean greed, greed is just Destroying you know art Like art should be something That everybody has access to And yeah. you know can express themselves Freely without going broke Yeah, I mean absolutely. you know Well it goes
2: back to like capitalism Because art has cultural value But it doesn't necessarily Generate profit Yeah, And like you know Capitalism will only recognize things that generate Profit that's why like you know, I'm a graphic designer. Graphic design is advertising. It's, you know, like digital marketing, things like that. It's art to generate profit. And that's been the steadiest for me. Right. Like, illustration is great. Fine art is great. It has a lot of cultural value. Right, but, right. like, it does not generate profit.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> no, um, I totally agree with
1: you.
0: Um, some kind of... Um, uh, some kind of... Uh, 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 what... what st- yeah, yeah. <laughs> sentences, words, English.
1: What do you? What do you?
0: What do you? Fuck it, we'll do it live. Right. What do what you? What are you passionate about? What are you? What? what what's your? What's your um, nerd? Your nerdery. My your geekdom, niche. Your niche.
1: My what? niche. Um, you know what? I love making people laugh. Cool. And comedy is just. That's what I want to do. Cool. I'm in love with Amy Poehler, and mm-hmm. if I could be half as like genius and half as funny and creative as she, do you she- write
0: and stuff? And um,
1: I, you know, part of the the classes when you go up into the UCB curriculum, you do writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have time for writing, just between the job search and actually. Doing that, um, but I want to go- graduate from the UCB program
0: okay. completely. So, yeah, have you been doing like the character work and that kind of stuff, creating characters and oh doing yeah, yeah, stuff, things like and um,
1: you know possibly even venturing into voiceover acting. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So been, that's, that's been an interest of mine too. Yeah,
1: that's something different, you know. And I, I did like a performance art piece, which mm-hmm. was not I'm not I'm used to there being a camera and someone saying cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to do a performance art at a gallery recently. Where, uh, it was a spoof, like we would just dress up and, you know, how people are in the red carpet is ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I was just asking these stupid questions and she was just being a, a vacuous, um, waspy <laughs> woman and we just had fun with it. And the thing is, people come and go as they yeah. please. And um, and I'm not used to that, so it was a little, you know. But we ha- we had to keep talking for two hours, mm. and it was like i wait, I'm used to being their Structure, like where are the people? Like where, you know, why are why aren't we telling people we're doing this over here? But performance art is a lot different. So you have like many different facets of acting. So I'm just trying to uh, spread myself and all these different areas and really learn acting from the inside out. Um, cool. or it's just not doing one form of it. And, um, but comedy is like obviously UCB is where mm-hmm. yeah. the yeah. direction I want to go sure. in
0: my sure. career. Yeah. So, um, on top of do- doing comedy, um, what do you, what do you consume? What kind of stuff do you like watch or read or listen to? Oh like my god. Or...
1: Well, I'm a huge, right now I'm watching, a Dev mm-hmm. that has a Z- NZ Zanzari. Okay. Oh, you mean Master of None? Yes. Yeah. That's what I met. God. Well, he plays Deb in Master
0: mm-hmm, of None. Master is really good. good.
1: Yeah. yeah. I binge watched the first season. Yeah. And before that, um, what is that show with Amy Pollard's um Hot uh, Camp Night. Wet or? Hot American Summer. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Wet Hot American I, Summer. Bringing, yeah. They're doing a remake of that show or was it a well, movie well they did
0: they did the movie and then they remade the remade us a, a prequel series right. that led that was that, that was the whole summer because the movie was the last day of camp right mm-hmm. and the series was the week of, you know the the summer and right. it was really, really good. I really enjoyed that a lot because yeah. they got everybody. I mean, they got Bradley Cooper. They got everybody back. For and that the
1: thing. funny thing is, it's supposed to be before then, but everyone's older. Yeah, everybody yeah. That looks older. And everyone's really, older. And it, and it, older, and
0: especially Showalter is quite a bit larger than he was in I the know. movie. Because the crack crack movie was at, twenty years ago. So right, yeah, crack yeah, me yeah, up. Or, yeah, something like that. It was really a long time ago.
1: And then um, I was watching Arrested Development. Yeah, on Netflix, that's a good show. Although they haven't put all the episodes on there yet.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. all right.
1: But oh god. I, I love um, uh, Will Arnett. Yeah, in that. yeah, I love He's Will so Arnett. Yeah, fucking very funny. funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, I
0: really liked him on Thirty Rock too. I was yeah, kind of Jack's nemesis. So I like him yeah. a lot. Yeah. I never
1: really got into Thirty Rock. I was more into uh, Amy Poehler's show, which Parks was and uh, Parks, and, Parks and, Rec. and Rec. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I tried to watch Thirty Rock, and I, I just didn't get into it. But um.
0: I liked the Thirty Rock. I, I think that show was kind of aimed more at the people who kind of grew up watching SNL, like in the '70s and '80s, and, and so kind of gave you that kind of because it was shot and took place in the same place where all that kind of took well, place. And and it's
2: and, a variety, right? Show. It's a variety
0: show, yeah. uh, and and but I also think that that because it's it was Tina Fey doing a lot of the writing on that and everything, yeah. and, and that show was really her baby that. There's a lot of the, the kind of like feminist struggle kind of comes through a lot of that yeah. stuff too, so.
1: Most of the comedies I, I watch, they have like, um, real, like a real, uh, subject behind them Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know it might be funny and then you know making fun of certain things but they really are drawing attention to the serious things out there like feminism, Mm -hmm. women's rights, gay rights. Yeah well um, I really feel Master of None did a great job with
2: that like um, calling you know attention to issues of racial representation mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. TV and you know like there was a really great episode where they explain like sexism it's not just like the guy jerking it on the subway it's also like if you're in a group and somebody comes up to the group and only acknowledges the dudes. You right, know? right.
0: It's right, like right, the big right. stuff
1: and the subtle sexism. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I really love Enthi mm-hmm. and how he brings uh, light to the uh, immigrant struggle and mm-hmm. how, like the you know their fathers, you know, try oh, to give God. them a better life. <laughs> yeah. and remember, they all dinner together. Mm-hmm. and uh, and Zazari's Indian and then his friend's Asian and Chinese and it's just so funny mm-hmm. but it's also really touching because like you forget you know we're probably like I'm not first generation American but mm-hmm. we there's so many things that we take for granted as Americans and uh, you know that our grandparents or great grandparents whoever you know started mm-hmm. came over to this country they didn't get the luxury and they worked hard so that yeah, generations yeah, later yeah. we could just yeah do what we wanted to do. Well,
2: like, that scene where, like, it shows, you know, the parents growing up, like, in their respective countries, and then it cuts to, you know, Aziz and his friend Brian, like, being like, no, Dad, I can't fix your iPad. Like, it's so funny, but it's also such a gut punch, Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, It's like, it's he's we did all back. this for you, and you can't fix it.
1: My iPad. Well, it was funny because he flashed back to saying, like, I'm gonna, he can do whatever he wants. He, mm-hmm. you know, like, he, 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 you know, and like, and then he does, and then he does, but it works against his dad. Yeah. Yeah. But, you yeah, know. He chooses to be a spoiled American dick. Yeah. <laughs> right, but it's just kind of like that flashback was really special, like, to me, and it, it made me really uh, see the Syrian refugee thing for what it was. Like, these people, they hate ISIS too. They're just trying right. to live and family. Well, to take a lot of people family. don't even know like,
2: that the refugees are fleeing the very same terrorists responsible for the attacks in Paris. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, there is a civil war going on right now in Syria between Assad and
1: ISIS. Right.
0: Like,
2: yeah. They are right. fleeing
1: the same terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And so I don't see why we shouldn't band together. And I you know, agree.
0: I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't, I'm People just, are dumb yeah. and afraid. Mostly yeah,
1: afraid. Yeah, afraid,
0: afraid. And when people are afraid, they do stupid, stupid yeah, things. Yeah, well, what
1: we were talking about earlier, you know, fear drives many people. Yeah, and fear yeah. is always what has driven this country and a lot of Fear it has it is.
0: always led me to my my worst decisions. Always. Right. Always.
1: Yeah, and same with, you know, the politics. Politicians, I mean, uh, they'll well, use fear. fear
2: in their favor.
1: Well, the media,
2: well, I that's mean, that's
0: terrorism. I mean, that's using fear against a population. It's right. and it's always a smaller group terrorizing a larger population or a bigger government, you know, a more powerful of that organization. That is the news. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: they, you know, they want us to live in fear, and right. so we spend so we'll, the American dollar at home. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: and it's the same with these politicians. Like, all these governors coming out saying, like, we're not going to accept refugees because they're terrorists. It's like, first of all, you don't have the power to do that as, like, a state
1: governor. Second of all, shut the fuck up because you're just being dumb.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, you know what? Like, these people, you know... They should have a chance to... Mm -hmm. I mean, basically, they're living in, you know, a form of concentration camp right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know?
0: What's out right now that you're uh, recommending to people that they see? I mean, besides The the, um, Master of None and...
1: and Oh, God. um, The movie that I was talking about earlier, if you're really into feminism and you really want to see a movie that kind of... uh, People don't realize it, but has... it was one of a kind. It's really opened the door for women to act like men and do what men do and say what men say, which is like, has been like a taboo until this movie is sleeping with other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Jason, I've heard good
0: things. Oh
1: yeah. He's so funny in that movie. And I
0: really like Alison Brie. I mean, I'm just big, big, we're big community fans at our house. So right.
1: And that is a great movie. And I think it really, uh, you know, and they fought so hard to, to have it a theatrical release, but that movie is so much more than just, uh, the plot. It's about, like, a real fight that was going on while this movie was being made for, uh, women and feminism. Mm-hmm. Cool. And cool. for, you know, because people are so uncomfortable with seeing women you know, cuss, seeing women naked, um, enjoying sex, enjoying yeah. sex. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so like I really love this movie because like I'm
0: not not all men.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. This movie <laughs> would you really like a cookie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would please yeah. a naked cookie. <laughs> this
1: movie just takes a train and drives through that. Awesome, and awesome. I, I just love it. I would recommend it to everybody. I
0: like Trainwreck a lot too. Trainwreck yeah. was really yes. good. Was I, a, that well, was I
1: love that movie, and I love Amy see Schumer. Like a female character behaving badly for once and having like that character development but it being okay is the big thing right right? Right. like a woman acting like that or a
0: woman choosing to not be like her sister was not to to make the choice antithetical to getting married and settling down and having kids that's the
2: thing I you know feel like in a lot of romantic comedies it's always the girl who has to like civilize the guy and make him change his cheating ways and all of that you know like with like the, and then he does like, the, gir- the big, the girl, like, dramatic The girl arc. does
0: the, gr- uh, you know, Amy, yeah, or, uh, the grand uh, Amy Schumer does the grand gesture in yeah. the movie and, and, and tries to get the, the guy back. And she was
2: the one behaving badly. She right. was the one who grew as a person. Right. She had right. that whole character right. arc, and it right. was nice to see that, right. like giving right. yeah. women permission and to do right. that. And especially for Judd Apatow to
0: produce that, and mm-hmm. to to help out with that movie was really a big deal. And yeah. I love, love Love Bill Hader, and I've never seen anything that he's ever done that I have not liked,
2: dude. And LeBron James in that,
0: so great, yeah, so great. There's there's a history, there's a history in Hollywood of, of of athletes. Turning out to being able to do comedy, like yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was an airplane, and then there was mm-hmm. a well, or like, a, O.J., <laughs> but he oh, was well, in the we, Naked Gun movies and he was funny in this way before he killed anybody. The, the
1: wrestler dude that was in yes, yes yes, yeah, yes, 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 John yes, Cena. John Cena. He is amazing. First of all, he has I think a record for the most um, make a wish.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he just really... Uh, Dave
0: Bautista's in Spectre, not a funny role, but still, you know. Yeah. So.
1: yeah. And it's really cool to see, like, a humanitarian be multifaceted and multi-talented. Mm-hmm. And,
0: what else have you been watching, Kitty? Or uh, seeing, or consuming?
1: Uh, I binge watch Master of
2: None, so you know, I recommend that, um, and I know we've already talked about it, uh, the new Wonder Woman comic, mm. actually, that just came I've out. I've heard good is things. really, really good. Yeah, uh, Sean and I were talking about it at Doomies, um... Issue two is out in February, but like they're really like adding a new dimension to Wonder Woman now, where it's like you're the princess and you don't have a choice. Eventually, you're going to run the kingdom, and da da da. So it's like you can see that they're building to her picking up the mantle of Wonder Woman to sort of like escape her destiny mm-hmm. as being like mm-hmm. Queen of the Themis- uh, the Mascara. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like she's she's born into this role, but she didn't choose it, uh-huh. and like. You know, like I said, Sean and I were talking about that, and I really like, you know, that added depth to the character. So, cool. Cool. yeah, the new Wonder Woman stuff is pretty great.
0: I just saw a thing on Facebook about, um, uh, comic book uh, superheroes get real body makeovers and they uh-huh. had side by side drawings of like Black Widow and all these different Spider Woman and all these different characters wow. where they how they were originally drawn and then drawn with real bodies and then they were still just as fierce and just as badass and just as beautiful and look just as good wow. not drawn to ridiculous standards.
1: Right. Oh totally. Yeah. And I think that's one thing in our cartoons where women have Ridiculous, impossible figures. Right, right. Well, not just in cartoons, but in the media in general. Right. We yeah. Have such a photoshopping
0: and all that. Right. Right. Right.
1: And it it really makes a lot of women hate themselves from an early uh, age. Uh, and like, it's just,
0: do not read beauty magazines. Yeah. They will only make. Well, one yeah. of my ugly. friends
1: was saying
2: that like her nine year old is already like uh, yeah. you know worried yeah. about dieting and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, you're yeah. a nine year old. You should be climbing a tree. Yeah. Like, you should, yeah. For fuck's sake. I mean, yeah. our generation growing up. We weren't uh, thinking about you should be that.
0: out hitting boys and running away. Yeah. Because <laughs> they you know, probably deserved it. I had, a, I
1: had a t-shirt when I was younger. that said, boys are mean, throw rocks at them.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I had a little stick figure throwing a rock. And, cool. um But, you know, I was a tomboy growing up. And, like, we played outside. We were the last generation to play outside my generation. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, no one goes That's, all we, That's all
0: we ever did. It's all we ever did. Yeah. 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 yeah, our kid, our kids are inside all the time playing video games. Blah blah. Lily goes out with uh our stepdaughter. My stepdaughter goes out with her boyfriend a lot. They meet at the Starbucks. They go walking together and yeah. go for walks together and go to the mall together and that yeah. kind of stuff. And I'm that's glad, cool. But.
1: I'm glad I didn't have a cell phone growing up too because like um, I would have been a slave to that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I already yeah. am now, <laughs> and yeah. I'm glad that I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of grateful. She, she said as she was on her.
0: Phone. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, what else you you look at or? the um, or are you just busy as fuck I right now?
2: I'm just busy as fuck, which is why I was on my phone. Um, Plus,
0: new boyfriend, so that takes your yeah! time too. Ah, new, new, boyfriend. new boyfriend, she's blushing a little
2: bit. New, new boyfriend <laughs> is great, a and, lot, actually. and really, he's really supportive of yeah. all the you know creative irons he's I have a in super the fire.
0: Super nice guy. Super nice guy. Yeah,
2: but um, the other thing I'm focusing on, and I know I've brought it up before, is the style block. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we're getting closer
0: and closer. We got to our we got a, state, a bitch so. slapped by the universe on being able to use oh, Vasquez yeah. Rocks for our photo yeah. shoot, because of all that uh, geological activity yeah, happening there. Um, we had a big, heavy rain, in case you don't know, and, and anybody who's listening to this anywhere other than Los Angeles, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Um, the yeah. big, big, heavy rain that we had in uh, uh, October, and and then uh, there's a bunch of, like, silt and, and uh, 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 dirt and, and, and ground and gravel and rocks and sand mm-hmm. uh, at the road, under, uh, underneath the road that connects Vasquez Rocks to the freeway, and the Vasquez Rocks Park, and basically, the Water saturated all the ground, and then the water drained off, and everything just kind of so collapsed on the road. Yeah. And the road is like buckling and moving. Where and is it's, this? B- Vasquez Rocks is out up the 14 in Naga Dulce. It's where they yeah. shot like Star Trek and Blazing yeah, Saddles yeah. It's and
2: Planet Vulcan. Pretty, yeah, much.
0: Planet Vulcan. Wow. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's a big geological kind of park state park okay. that has the geological features to it I that look very alien and that kind yeah. of thing.
2: I wanted to go do a shoot on location right, right. there. Because I was going to do a photo so cool, shoot, but like
0: a paid you know, photo. Shoot for your blog, by the way. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Paid for yeah. art, that kind of thing. I haven't right. been paid for a photo shoot in a long time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh, I'm scrambling for a new location now.
0: Yeah, yeah. trying to
2: figure that out.
0: Well, so. there's some other stuff up in up in uh, the Angeles National Forest. There's. Um, uh, Angels uh, Crest has a lot of mm-hmm. cool geologic. fun. Uh, there's also if you're looking for like post-apocalyptic kind of place, I don't know, but
2: I don't want to give too much away,
0: right? Okay, <laughs> but that kind of thing. But there's there's yeah. like abandoned oil refineries up where I live, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Machinery I mean, even and, uh, yeah, too, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. the valley too. I mean, Oh yeah. yeah, the valley out at the end of 118. There's all mm-hmm. that stuff out there too. Yeah. it's all we'll the, talk. it's usually we'll full. Of yeah,
1: like Chatsworth stuff, is a great but, area. Too. Um, yeah.
0: Um, I am been really. I've been since I've been kind of bored at work. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. And there's a, there's a big new trend now in radio teleplays, radio plays uh, as podcasts, radio dramas that are fictional and serialized um, that are kind of kind of um, in the guise of journalism reports or kind of like the serial podcast. There's a lot of things kind of borrowing from that. And GE, who's long-sponsored kind of uh, television stuff going back to the 50s and radio in the 40s and 30s, they're... Um, they're they're sponsoring and, and producing these radio plays that are very sciencey and science fiction based in order yeah. to kind of promote scientific ideas. One of them is The Message, which is a team of linguistic uh, experts deciphering this seventy-year-old uh, message from from alien civilization, and that this 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 uh, sound winds up causing people to have brain problems and breathing problems. The, 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 the sound causes a biological effect on people, wow. and so they're trying to decipher it to try and figure that out. Another one is Lime Town, where you had a, a town that was built as kind of the military industrial complex to do research into telepathy and mind stuff, and then all these scientists were populating this town, and everybody disappeared one day, and they're and kind really of being, no, no, it's it's mm-hmm. fictional, but oh, they, fictional. they've been investigating all this stuff, and it's very it's very War of the Worlds, you know, original broadcast that kind of very thing. Cool. Very so cool. they're a lot of fun. Doctor Who series nine has been knocking it out of the fucking park. There's only two episodes left. Uh, major, major stuff happened this week that we I can't talk about because it's totally spoiler stuff. Doctor Who's but, amazing, but this, this, this Peter Capaldi, Moffat's writing's been better. He's been curating other writers better. The, the 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 series has brought a lot of the emotion back to the series, which I think has been for me a lot of the emotional aspects of Doctor Who were written to a different audience again, right. and and I think that it was it's, it's more of a universal emotional uh, emotional uh, impact now. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I like that a lot. Sensate is amazing, it's on Netflix, watch it. It's got all this stuff it's all these people that are interconnected mentally throughout the world and right. it's people of all races, all colors, all sexes, all different um, LGBT people and it it's it's has all kinds of things about people's rights and people's right to be and right to exist and personal power and it's a really wow. it's really great.
2: I wanna kinda of be schmoopy for a second. So my boyfriend likes Doctor Who and uh-huh. I sent him this meme. This is, are you a weeping angel? Cause I could stare at you forever. <laughs>
0: oh my god, that That's is awesome. great.
1: That yeah. is really
0: cute. Also been watching Ash versus the Evil Dead. It's Sam Raimi and, and Bruce Campbell. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so good. Watch. We're three episodes yeah. in. Blunt Talk is amazing. Um, uh, Pastor Patrick Stewart playing a crazy out of control alcoholic. Really fucked up, uh, like a media mogul guy, uh, you know, like news, news anchor guy and all the crazy shit that goes on backstage there. That's yeah. really good. Uh, Danny and I just saw Spectre, the new James Bond movie. It's, i God. I I really, I like it. I want to see it again. I think it's almost as good as Casino Royale. Oh my God. Um, and it's, it, Daniel Craig's amazing. I hope he's going to do another one. He was just on Nerdist last week and it was a really good, good podcast. Uh, Krampus is coming out. Star Wars Force Awakens is coming out. David fucking Bowie. Ah! That just released a 10-minute music video that's the first single to be released off of his new album, Black Star, that comes out January 16th. Praise <laughs> him, praise right him, praise that, him. Yeah. We yeah. worship David Bowie in the Swunger mongers. Nice. Mm-hmm. And our friend of the podcast, Virginia Jones, just put out her very first comedy album called Gothic American. You can find <laughs> that on Oh, it's is it special thing? No, 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 no. Shit. Oh, I can't remember what 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 company put it out. Throw a link up. I'll throw. I did throw a link up last week. I'll throw up another one this week. But I and I yeah. actually did an, a podca- a podcast or a blog post about it and told people to go listen and check it out. Support comedy. Support comedians. Right. So a lot of recommendations this week. A lot of stuff. We've been busy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. LA is so, full of busy people.
0: <laughs> um, Stacy, plug your shit. Where can people find you? Where can people follow your your career and with interest and things like that?
1: Oh gosh, um, well I have a Model Mayhem account right now. Cool. Um, Model Mayhem slash Me uh, too. sexy Stace. S e x i s t a c e. Cool. And then um, I'm on Facebook too. I kind of just I have it low key right now. I'm okay. on IMGB, um, but you know if you look up Stacy uh, Arwin which I was thinking about the Lord of the Rings. So Stacey cool. Arwen, nice. Rob, R-A-A-B on IMTB. You can find me there. Uh, and Facebook, I am Callie Stacey, uh, C-A-L-I, like California, and then S-T-A-C-E-Y. Cool. So you can follow stuff I do on pretty much Facebook. I'm on their way to Excellent.
0: Fashion. It okay. has been absolutely joyous having you on. This is great. I'm glad we made friends last night. I
1: know. You're fabulous. It oh, thank you. It was so nice you. being here with you guys today. Like, yeah. I would have rather, not rather spent... Doing anything else? Great! Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I know you guys are so fun. Yeah, Um, you can find me as always on Facebook
2: as Kitty Brown. I'm on Twitter as Kitty Brown, and I'm on Instagram as Black Magic Woman, and that's Magic M A G I C K.
0: (laughs) Cool. I'm at Saint Michael on Twitter. That's S A Y N T M Y K L. I'm underscore Saint Michael on Instagram. You can find us online as Something2XP everywhere. Please subscribe and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook and Google+. Please, please, please check out our blog and listen to past episodes on WordPress. I'm going to be buying a domain name soon, so that's going to be changing. Email us <laughs> at Something2XP at gmail.com. And as always, remember, please be kind.
1: You've just listened to the Something Something Experience podcast with your hosts, Michael John Simpson and Kitty Brown. Something 2XP was conceived and produced by Michael John Simpson. Intro music, Ways to Change Faces, and outro music, Scorpio 37, was written, produced, and provided by the talented Sebastian Ciceri. You can find us everywhere online as Something2XP. Please subscribe and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and WordPress. Please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and Google+. Email us at something2xp at
2: gmail.com. We invite your feedback. Please be kind.